You know, sitting here day after day doing this show and listening to this show every day should leave us all united in one thing at least, that being that we are deeply, deeply divided. We're at each other's throats. Coming to agreement on things is a pretty tall order. You know, even the common threats to our health and our livelihoods. The spectrum on this pandemic ranges from this is all a hoax to we need to lock down everything. COVID zero, right? And we're all somewhere on that spectrum. And most of us much closer to one end or the other than we are to the middle. As I've said here before on the show, and I'll continue to say, this will be seen as our biggest failing. When all of this is studied in universities years from now, the big question will be, how are we so susceptible to partisan politics that we decided party allegiance was more important than coming together and handling this like grown-ups? But, okay, here we are. The damage is done, and it's continuing to be done. Now, this division is not uniquely Albertan, not by any stretch, not even close. You know, mask wearing has become a sign of party membership in the United States. Ontario has seen several freedom rallies recently, all of it proof of just how ridiculous we've made this into a political pandemic, a political fight. If you support this party, this is how you react. If you support this party, this is how you react. And, um, you know, the common ground is probably where we need to be, but it's really, really hard to get there. Um, as the most conservative outpost uh, in the country, Alberta faces this political pandemic probably more than most. Um, Gary Mason is a national affairs columnist with the National Post, and uh, he joins us now to talk a bit about the unique position that Alberta has put itself in here. He's with the Globe and Mail, not the National Post. I apologize. Um, Gary, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Appreciate your time. Oh, my, my pleasure, Shay. Now, the, the thrust of your piece here is this whole COVID mess has exposed another distinct society in Canada, something very, very different than everybody else, and you contend that this is seen in Alberta. Yeah, well, I think um, the, the point, I mean, in a sense, it, the distinct society was a little bit of a play on words, sure. but, um, I mean, what I was pointing out in the piece was how unusual the situation is in Alberta. It, it, it is, it's not something that you see anywhere else in the country to the extent that you have uh, an extraordinary crisis, uh, health crisis. Uh, you have COVID numbers that are per capita the worst in the country by a long shot. And yet you have a premier and a government you know, sort of under fire for taking measures that are too stringent, that people believe are too stringent. So I, I just, it, it's, as you sort of said in your opening, I mean, some of this is, is simply unfathomable, unfathomable. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that you have people in, in, in Mr. Kenny's party calling for his resignation, you know, over, you know, civil, civil liberties issues and things like that. It, and, and so I think that that is, it, it was the juxtaposition of the level of crisis and and people calling for his head because they think he's going too far that I, I just have such trouble reconciling. And that was kind of really the crux of the column, Shay. Now, when you take a look at it, I mean, you're right. We see it in Alberta every single day and we have rallies and we have protests and, you know, all kinds of things. But it is happening in Ontario. Do you think it's happening more so? I mean, are you talking more about the actual in-party fighting that we don't yeah. see anywhere else? Yeah, that's that's exactly right. I mean, I, I I think I do think I think it's fair to say that the level of hostility to the restrictions is probably greater in Alberta mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. it is anywhere else. I mean, given its size and, and 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 such. I mean, you're right. You have seen these rallies elsewhere in the country, including uh, you know in the province that I live, uh, British Columbia. You have have seen them, but 
but not to the same level. Um, and but what what is particularly unique is the fact that the premier is under fire by his own caucus and his own party for for taking measures to control the pandemic. And that again, that that just I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around that. And the you know the implication from that, of course, is the fact that it puts him in an almost impossible position. I mean, he's got pressure from all sides um, and can't even find support within his own party. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's, I couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, it's, it, it kind of ties his hands in a sense. He knows what's at stake politically for him if he decides to go further and shut down businesses and things like that. Um, so uh, he's he's kind of he's kind of paralyzed, and so in a way he's going to maintain the status quo and try and defend it somehow. And then you have on the other side, you know, medical professionals that are saying this is lunacy, and uh, and this is where you know Mr. Kenny is is caught, you know, literally between a rock and a hard place on on this issue. But what what disturbs me, Shay, is that this is the biggest crisis health crisis that has you know occurred in canada and thus in alberta in a hundred plus years mm-hmm. and 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 people can't set aside their sort of their differences until this thing is over i mean that that just is so selfish that people would do that you know because you know they might have to they have to wear a mask for a while it's just uh, that kind of conduct infuriates. this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's me. Yeah, I think a lot of people, you're right, a lot of people are extremely frustrated by the fact that this has become such a political football and it's become such a, a deeply, deeply divided um, issue, uh, you know, among Albertans. And I think a lot of other people really have a problem with, um, in some cases, the outright rejection of the science. Um, you know, and I think the premier is trying to say, you know, that that should be a pretty firm leg to stand on. You know, you should be able to come out and say, okay, this is what the health experts are saying. This is what we know. Um, and that's why we're doing what we're doing. But even that will be rejected by a large segment of, you know, his own party and people in Alberta. Yeah. And um, again, it just, it, uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just hard to believe. But, you know, there's one thing I want to point out, Shay, that um, I think is important you know, in my column, I, I, I make pains to say that I don't believe this pushback on the restrictions is, is by a vast majority of Albertans. No. Quite the contrary. I think most Albertans, in fact, want tougher restrictions. They're, they're fair-minded, smart, conscientious people who want the best, who understand the situation that they're in. But there is enough of this counter-movement that it is having an impact. It is having an impact on government policy, on health policy in the province. And that is absolutely wrong. It should not, politics shouldn't enter into any of this. And it has mostly in, in, in Alberta. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's the part that I can't wrap my head around. But I think that speaks to leadership, doesn't it, Gary? Um, that's what the leader's job is to do is, first of all, get your party on board. 
And then yeah. second of all, work with the populace to get them on board. I don't know if any politician has done it flawlessly, but I think you're right that allowing this to become politicized rather than getting you know a, a main central theme out there ha- has really set us back. Yeah. I mean, I think the caucus members who signed the letter, 17, um, you know, they put him in a really tough spot. And, and uh, you know, what what is Kenny supposed to do? Is he going to fire 17 members of this caucus and tell them to, to sit outside as independents? I mean, there's no way. I mean, they had him over a barrel. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, um, Drew Barnes basically was saying to him, what are you going to do about it? And, and, and there was nothing, you know, there's really nothing. He knew there was nothing Kenny could do about it. And consequently, I think, Shay, this emboldened other, mem- other people in the party. This is sort of get this breathed life into this other letter that we've seen that's gone to the, the writing associations, urging uh, people to sign this letter, asking Kenny to step, step down immediately. Like one um, sort of gave, gave fuel to the gave fuel to the other and you know kenny's in a in a really really difficult spot yeah uh, i i would contend it's an impossible spot um yeah you know and i think he's he's right yeah. now at this point just trying to ride this out and yeah. hope that the vaccines uh, uh pull us out of this because i think you're right he's paralyzed to a point because he just he, he's going to get it from no matter what he does right and his own political support within his party is eroding if he goes any farther down the road of restrictions it is an impossible position to be in yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I couldn't disagree at all with that statement, Shay. And I, I it's gonna, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. You know, post, you know, once this thing is, is cleared up and, uh, you know, life returns to normal. Let's say in the fall, you know, you know, I, I don't know what the lay of the land is going to be there in Alberta politically. You know, and whether these people are going to take a step back. You know, if, if Kenny's popularity starts to rise. Is that going to embolden him to take some tougher actions against these people? I mean, at one time, this guy seemed absolutely untouchable totally. in that province. You know, I mean, it's just like he was a god. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people were sort of genuflecting. And, and, and how quickly this has kind of spun out of control. You know, I, I think... Some of it is Kenny's fault. I don't think there's any doubt about that. You know, it, I think there's been some hubris on his part that has gotten him into tr- big trouble there. And it's sort of like, uh, you know, uh, karma is, you know, karma's kind of bit him in the ass a bit here. Uh, but it's not entirely his fault. And uh, I, I just think, in a sense, it's also an illustration, Shay, of how difficult it is to keep that co- conservative coalition together in Alberta. Because you have, you know, you have a the progressives, and then you have the real, real conservatives. You know, the yeah, well, absolutely, yeah. And, and we've got a pattern of behavior in this province that's well documented, where the right uh, unites and then splits, and then unites yeah. and then splits. And uh, yeah. yeah, I mean that, that that's gone on from the beginning. So you're right, and uh, I mean it even happens nationally too. So um, yeah, yeah I, I agree with you, Gary. Uh, interesting uh, point of view, and uh, thanks for sharing it with us this morning. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Shay. Take care. You too. Thank you very much. That is Gary Mason who is a national affairs columnist with the Globe and Mail.